Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Coach's Perspective. I'm your host, Jenny Hopkins, and this show is presented to you by Great Southern Bank. Great Southern Bank is serious about convenience with nearly 100 banking centers in six states, hundreds of ATMs and mobile and online banking services. You're always in touch with your money. So learn more at greatsouthernbank.com, member FDIC. And Great Southern Bank is going to be a very popular phrase this weekend with the show me showdowns number one is coming up this weekend we'll have number two the next weekend but it's all being hosted over at great southern bank arena on the campus of missouri state university and we'll talk a little bit about that in just a moment we want to thank our other sponsors we'll talk about throughout the show highland dairy craig lehman with shelter insurance bill grant ford in bolivar story construction west logging greg and melinda burnett and springfield yard cards so before we get to our guests tonight that are in the studio, let's recap last week. Last week, we had the Missouri State University handball team in the studio, and we talked about them capturing another, yes, another women's national championship. The men got third, the combined, they got second. Um, this Hall of Fame program continues to rack up the accolades, and it was very impressive. We talked about the secrets of their success and the longevity, but also the value of club sports and how they help student-athletes in college that may not be playing an NCAA sport or an NAIA sport, but a club sport and representing their university and how that helps their graduation rates. It also helps their mental health. Um, there were a lot of great points that were brought up. Christian Matson, Bree Still, and Trey Safford were here. So check that out on a coachesperspective.com. You can listen to it there, or you can go to Apple iTunes, Spotify, Verbal, or Helium Satellite Radio. Also, don't forget that the National High School Basketball Coaches Association Mental Coaching Podcast is now available on a coachesperspective.com. All right, so let's get to our guests. I'm so excited to have in studio um, Jen Ruckstad is here, and Dr. Ruckstad is the executive director of the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Welcome. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. And, I'm, you know, you're sitting kind of on the other side of the table, but I'm going to lean over real quick for a high five. There we go. Happy International Women's Day. Yes. How, how fortuitous it is today. Yes, it is wonderful. Um, it is, um, it, you know, it's a great celebration, and, of course, we're getting ready to have some some wonderful basketball this weekend. You know, the state final four. This is you can feel kind of the electricity. It's a great time of year. You know, March Madness is really a thing. But even at the high school level, I'm very excited about class one, two and three coming in. Um, and, and we we did even it's happy International Women's Day. We did invite this other guy to come in and join us. I think, he, you know, it's OK. <laughs> I feel so out of place. It helps us a lot. Uh, I'll just fist bump you. There you go. Okay. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have Coach Doug Fessler. I still call you Coach That's Fessler. Right. Uh, he's the assistant executive director with many hats, but one of them in particular that we're going to discuss tonight is basketball. And so, you know, this is uh, exciting because this is where your team really gets to show off. Um, you know, the Missouri State High School Activities Association is in the forefront. They do a lot of different things for activities around the state. Um, but some, a lot of the work is also in the background that a lot of people don't see. And so this is where I feel like you all get a chance to really show off your team and what you can accomplish. And I know that you're very excited about this weekend. So, um, Jen, what is your, what's your first year been like as executive director? Uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. I love this job. Um, it is not always very easy. Uh, but, uh, I've, I've said this from the beginning, since before I was even named, I'm an educator uh, who happens to also like sports, and I, I feel so strongly 
uh, about extracurricular activities, sports and activities for kids, uh, specifically 11 to 18 year olds, uh, and the power of a coach, the power of a director, uh, the power of being part of a team and having wins and losses, and maybe the losses are even more important than the wins. What? Uh, Wait a minute. What? No, yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, I understand, <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm about the development right, of the right, human. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, that's good, too. Human. That's good, too. And, yes, we want to win, and the learning how to win is is part of that development, but um, the, I've, I've been calling it kind of the great simulation to adulthood is is sports and activities um and it, it's it's just so important and it's and it's important that it's not all sunshine and roses it's important that it's hard because having to struggle is also part an important part of developing a human being an adult yes, yes. Uh, and when you are a part of a team or in competition competition in general whether it's speech debate and theater basketball like we're talking about this week uh or you know whatever um, that com- competitive piece builds in much of life. It builds in the struggle. It builds in uh, accomplishment. It builds in goals. It builds in having to work for something. It builds in getting along with others and figuring out that if we all work together, we're, we've got a much better chance of achieving a goal. Um, so I get to be a part of an organization that empowers you know, almost 800 schools and all those those coaches and directors and athletic directors and principals and superintendents to provide these these opportunities for kids and uh, I just can't imagine a better better position to be in I think that's fantastic um, and it, you said it was the great what did you the great it? simulation yeah that is like the title of your book you're gonna write a book <laughs> over this one day and that that is it because that is exactly what it is it's the training ground for adulthood and I think um, I completely think you are spot on because you know yes you learn you know goal setting and time management you learn communication skills, teamwork, all of those different intangibles that are fantastic. But the number one skill that I think you get from sports, especially at that level, is coping skills. Yes. And that's huge. Yes, which is incredibly huge. It's huge for all of us uh, at any age. Uh, but for for teenagers uh, to have something something safe yeah. to learn that with. They're in, they're, you know, High schools in general, junior highs, middle schools in general, but schools in general are a safe place to fail. Uh, and some of those failures, if you once you leave high school, it's not as safe as it used to be. And to, to try to figure out how to cope through some of those failures with with people who love and care about you and know your name uh, and and want you to succeed, um, it's you know I think I think schools are getting a bad rap right now, but that is. That's really powerful. Right. And sometimes that noise minimizes this experience, and, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't. No. We've got to keep our eye on that prize. It's, it is so valuable. And I appreciate all the, the initiatives um, that you've already brought to the table in year one. Um, you've done a tremendous job of, you know, of increasing communication. One of the communications that I'd like to go ahead and bring up is the podcast. Tell yeah. us a little bit about the podcast. Misha All Access, that's our podcast. Uh, we have it, we started in, in mid-December. Uh, we just we we'd been talking about it, and we um, we hooked up with some folks there in Columbia, where our office is, who had a recording studio. We got some tips from their podcast people, and we just went. Uh, and we've we've put something out every Friday, and now we've got bonus episodes sometimes that come out on Wednesdays. Uh, we're doing previews of our championships. We're trying to help uh, all our membership, but also just anyone in general understand what is this organization, what does it do. Um, you know, 
oftentimes people don't think about us unless there, there's some sort of headline about something we, you know, that, that's controversial. Uh, but that's, you know, that's only just a little piece of, of what we do. So uh, our podcast, we, we feature our assistant executives. Uh, we've got some exciting ones coming up here soon. We're actually, uh, we're in plans to do an, a high school NIL podcast, a conversation with uh, myself, the executive directors from the state of California, the state of Tennessee, and the state of Kansas, to talk about high school NIL in each of those states, three, you know, four different states with four different kind of approaches to NIL. Uh, but it will, it should be a really fascinating conversation uh, because it's uh, it's a <laughs> fascinating topic. Uh, and so that's a that's a kind of a teaser. I don't. We'll we'll be in late spring with that. I one. need a sound effect right now of like a can opening. <laughs> You're opening can right there, yeah. first because that is a hot topic right now. Because I don't think people are even over it at the college level, no. or try to even comprehend it or understand it, or definitely don't regulate it. So that is something I think is going to be a very interesting conversation. And I think a lot of people um, need to realize too that that you're a great resource. Um, you are a great resource, and this podcast is providing some great information for people. Where can they find the podcast? Uh, it's Misha All Access. We're on all the major podcast providers. Uh, and, yeah, if you if you search for us, you'll find us. We, we encourage you to subscribe, just like your, all your favorite podcasts. Um, you're going to find something that, um, if, you, if you look through our list, you're going to find something that's interesting to you. Um, I, I, I'm proud of all of them. Our staff talks about kind of their their focus areas. Doug was on there uh, previewing basketball. Uh, we're going to do a, a, a wrap up after each weekend of basketball to just kind of let everybody know how how that weekend went. Um, and we're we're excited to kind of it's we've got kind of a real time look at things, but also uh, hey, here's a topic you might want to know about, and that you could listen to this episode at any time. Well, it's been very impressive how you've hit the ground running. Um, Dr. Kerwin Erhan did a great job as executive director for several years. And before that, Becky Oaks. And, I mean, there's been some wonderful executive directors. Um, but you've just hit the ground running. Um, and it's been so impressive to see all these initiatives that have been coming out of, of your leadership. So congratulations on almost year one. Not almost. There, not yeah. there yet, but yeah. almost. Well, I work with a pretty incredible staff. We just, you know, we just keep going. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um so Doug's here too. Let's talk a little bit, but my, I guess my, my first question is here, you know, this is your second year. Mm -hmm. So last year was your first year running the final four. You had to fill the shoes of Kevin Gardner, um, who had it, you know, down to a well-oiled machine. Um, and you did a great, it was a seamless transition. You did a nice job, but tell us a little bit about, um, kind of the logistics of what you might be doing differently after sure. year one. Oh, uh, thank you. It's, Last year was kind of a blur, and uh, I appreciate the the positive comments. I I feel like everything went pretty good last year at the tournament, and I took Kevin's blueprint, looked at it, didn't want to touch much. Um, and after the first weekend, small weekend, and, and coming to the big classes the second weekend, I we messed with a few things and just more of some seamless transitions for coaches. Um, the tournament itself, uh, the big the biggest change from. Uh, previous me from Kevin on is I spaced every game out. Um, I spaced them out to two hours and they're on top of the hour. Nobody has to remember, you know, if, if we go every hour and 45 minutes, when is it or this or that or every hour and 40. So we just made it every two hours, um, Thursday starting at noon, Friday and Saturday, both starting at, at 10 a.m. Um, so it's easy to remember. And then um, 
what I found is I had so many of the people that work say thank you. <laughs> you know, we had to get to have a break. We get to go get some food. We get to go to the restroom. You know, things that you don't that even think like about. Sounds like Rick Jester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, just because a lot of the games they they were getting over and here's the next one, especially your scores table sure, people. Absolutely. But even you, you know, even on TV and different things, I mean, you have time to prepare and do the best possible job you can uh, for, in your position. So I think that was big. And, and I've had a lot of positive uh, feedback with that. There's also some time that you get a little bit too much time and that's just the nature of it. So um, that was one big thing. The rest of it's just kind of some little logistics, moving the, some signature areas for coaches down so they won't have to go up and down stairs all the time. You know, it's just right there. Um, our team hosts uh, the city of Springfield. Uh, Springfield Visitors Bureau is awesome getting mm-hmm. our team host and uh, Lance Kettering and his crew. Um, what a wonderful job. And, and we've helped them out and made some made it easier for them. So just little things like that. But Kevin's blueprint was it was good, so I didn't have to change much. Shout out to Lance Kettering. He yeah. works very hard. For really hard. Commission. Well, we're going to take our first break. I'm glad that you all are here. We're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit about the teams that are coming in this weekend for class one, two, and three. We'll be back with Jen Ruckstad and Doug Fessler here on A Coach's Perspective. Coach's Perspective. I'm Jenny Hopkins and I have Dr. Jen Ruckstad here along with Doug Fessler and we're talking a little Missouri State High School Activities Association. The Show Me Showdowns are in town this weekend, class one, two, and three. I want to thank Great Southern Bank for being our sponsor of the, our presenting sponsor. And I want to thank Highland Dairy for sponsoring this segment. They're owned by Dairy Farmers. They've been providing a great selection of nutritious dairy products since 1938. It's a proven fact from scientific studies, professional dietitians, the ideal sports beverage recovery drink available to athletes after a workout is chocolate milk. And Highland Dairy has the best tasting chocolate. They're a proud sponsor of a coach's perspective. And I'm pretty confident that Dr. Ruckstad provides to her staff chocolate milk <laughs> on demand from Highland Dairy. Yeah. Funny enough, <laughs> um, the Southwest Dairy Farmers are one of our sponsors. Yeah. Springfield, and when I, we say Southwest, we're talking about Southwest uh, United States and Springfield is in their region. Uh, and when we hosted our softball championships in Springfield in October, they brought on Saturday of our spot softball championships a full trailer full of free chocolate milk. That's amazing. Yeah. I so I, that, I guess on that day, we, we did provide. <laughs> yes. There you go. There you go. Well, we appreciate Highland Dairy and them sponsoring this, um, this segment. So we're talking Show Me Showdown one. Okay, I love class four, five, six. I coached for, you know, 16 out of my 24 years in, you know, class five and class six basketball. Um, I, I'm going to tell you right now, class one, two, and three has a different feel. There is a community type feel. Um, I don't, I don't want to say the word Hoosier, Hoosier effect, but there is this community feel. And I love the class one, two, three and the elements that, that I have. So let's talk a little bit about, um, the boys. We'll start off with class one boys. Um, Doug, tell us who's coming in for that final four. Well, we open up the tournament uh, tomorrow at noon with South Iron um, taking on Jefferson Conception. Um, they're a co-op with, with South Nottaway. Um, and then the second game of Class 1 boys will be St. Elizabeth and Glasgow from both really teams from our backyard up in Columbia area. 
I think that that's going to be both of those matchups are going to be um, that they're going to be intense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Those are all four very strong coaches, mm-hmm. um, great game plans. That's going to be a good. Tell us a little bit uh, about and Jen, maybe you can answer this question. Jefferson, Conception, South Nottaway, Platte City, <laughs> help me out. I, I mean Platte Valley. I, so explain the co-op co-op name because that does get a little confusing for people. So uh, schools have an option sport by sport to co-op with another school depending on the sport and you can co-op with another team or another two teams um and uh, we define the co-ops we have a host school and we have a a a partnering school so um the host school has to make the application you know we and we approve those co-ops year to year and uh for for jefferson and south nottaway um they have kind of a very equal they do this in almost all their sports uh, both very small schools is class one, uh, and they could alternate which one is the host school. So as they, we, our, our practice is the host school is listed first on our website, all of our brackets with a slash and then the partnering school. Uh, we do have a couple of, of kind of traditional co-ops, uh, mostly out of Northwest Missouri who made up their own name for their co-op because they've been doing this long enough that they're, they're, they've did, they like celebrity they have a new, they yeah they have, they have a new identity right <laughs> so uh Platte Valley that's that's what the what uh, Jefferson and South Nottaway have called their their co-op uh, except our bylaws don't allow for a, a, this this name that our bylaws really we we have a real focus on our member schools and the schools are the important part the co-op is great it's allowable but if your name isn't a school name, we're not going to to, to put that name out. And and that is a controversial topic uh, for for a couple of co-ops. And again, in Northwest Missouri, uh, but if when you when you look at our program and our website, they're going to be listed with the two school names on there. Uh, they they call themselves uh, something different. All right. Well, we'll refer to them as Jefferson just to keep it short. Jefferson okay. Yeah. Conception. Say that five times real fast. But that that is um. That's very interesting. And and they're going to be here for the girls yeah, as well. Tell us gonna, about the girls, Final Four. You're gonna, you, we can say it again right. because <laughs> our first girls matchup of the day tomorrow at uh, 4 o'clock is Chadwick um, taking on the Jefferson girls. So that school um, actually qualified both their, their boys and girls. And then Jefferson uh, going for their third state title yeah, in a row. Yeah, yeah. They've, uh, they're a familiar face uh, down here in the Springfield area. So, um Second game of the day, Leeton and Meadville. Um, I I feel like that's going to be a good game too. Um, I, I know Meadville has um, a couple of good good players. They've they've their scores have shown it around the North Missouri area. And, and an old former stomping ground coach I know of, uh, Steve Carvajal, is is at Meadville now. So. Former that. superintendent at yeah. Clever. Yeah. Now he decided to get um, back into coaching. Yeah. He retired and wanted to get back into coaching. He's coaching his daughters. Yeah. Uh, that that That's a great story. So it's sure. been uh, nice to see how they have progressed um, yep. throughout the season as well. All right, so class two boys. New Madrid County starts us off at, um, uh, at Great Southern Bank Arena. And I guess I should back up. That's not, that's not class two boys, Doug. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're right. Class three boys. Okay. So, cause it goes class one, class three, then class two to finish. And on Friday, I will talk, um, about both arenas, 10 a.m. start. So we have games, six games in each arena, um, on those days. So class three boys start out at GSB arena, um, at, uh, 10 a.m. New Madrid County Central. Um, they were here last year as well. 
versus Lafayette County Higginsville, which they were here as well. Um, so I don't I don't recall if they matched up, but they were both here last year. And then the second game of the day, Luther North and and Thayer. Um, so ten and noon. Well, and Thayer winning a thriller yeah. over Sparta. I mean, a Sparta team that has just been um, peaking here at the end of the season. That was a great victory for Thayer. So they've got a lot of momentum going into the Final Four as well. Um, let's stay with Class 3. Tell us who's in the, um, the girls. Yeah, you know, They will finish up the, kind of the nightcap at uh, GSB Arena. West County uh, takes on El, El Dorado Springs. Um, and, again, defending state champions. Yep, they've been here last year and, and know it well. Uh, and then Skyline, a uh, team that hadn't been here for, for a couple of years, I think. But they're, they're – Familiar to the finals. Doesn't even seem like a final four if you don't see Skyline. Yeah. It seems yeah. like Skyline, Walnut Grove. You always, yeah. you know, those yeah. perennial schools. Yeah. But Skyline, this is their 16th final four. Okay, yeah. Incredible. It, and they take on uh, Fairgrove at 8 o'clock. So those those kind of round out class three. That's going to be a great matchup as well. Both those teams, they've met twice this year. Skyline won one. Fairgrove won one. Yeah. This is going to be a big matchup, that Skyline-Fairgrove semifinal game. That's why I matched them up. No, <laughs> I didn't know. That is not the case. It's random. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. All right, Class 2. Let's talk class about two, boys. Class 2 boys, they start out um, on uh, in Hammonds at 2 o'clock. Principia takes on Plattsburgh. Plattsburgh, number one team in Class 2, uh, undefeated. Um, and then the second game of the day will be Salisbury. Uh, taking on Hartville. And Hartville's becoming a perennial that's, that seems to be always yeah. in the Final Four. Yeah. Um, so they're, and, and they're coming on strong, and Coach Reed uh, has his kids playing playing well right now. So He does uh, okay. Yeah, he, not, not too bad. <laughs> he is. Uh, the nightcap will be girls, again, rounding out the night at Hammonds. New Haven takes on Bishop LeBlond um, up in the St. Joe area. And then the, the last game of the night, uh, I really feel maybe one of the better games of the tournament. Um, Tipton girls, very strong against a really good Norwood girls team, too. So uh, looking forward to that matchup to, to end it. And a lot of these teams in Class 1, 2, 3 are like this. So when I make this statement, a, a lot of them, to be fair, are similar to this. But Norwood, when they play in the Final Four, there's you know there's that old saying, there's not going to be a light on in Norwood yeah. <laughs> because yeah. they're, they're going to all be um, at Great Southern Bank Arena. So. Uh, that's a, that's a great you know where where can if someone wants to know the brackets where can they find the brackets mission.org uh, yeah, it's not complicated you, it's not complicated we <laughs> probably have a link on the homepage uh, but anytime you want to find any of our brackets from any year go to sports and activities go to your sport you can see state championship brackets uh, we've got folks who've been working in our office uh, to get our brackets updated as far back as we have records uh, so you can go in and find out who the boys state uh, state class or 2A champion was in 1972, and we've got it all. And, and you have championship histories and um, by coach, by school, by classification. So there's a, it's a wealth of knowledge. Um, the website has just been a tremendous resource uh, for several years, and it continues to get better. I guess maybe this is a time to give Jason West a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> does a good job. Jason West does a great job. And we, we actually uh, are, we have a web developer in-house. Uh, and he's really just, he's got kind of a heart for this history part, and he's developed our website so that um, a school's page really celebrates, as you talked about, you can go to any school's page and f- see their entire state championship history, their their Final Four history, uh, learn a lot about the school and their sports and activities. So, uh, yeah, John Pesquet and, and Jason West in our office uh, have both done a really good job with that. 
That's wonderful. All right, well, we're going to take our last break, and we'll come back. We're going to continue talking some basketball here that's coming to Great Southern Bank Arena right here in Springfield, Missouri. The state championships for Class 1, 2, and 3. We'll be right back here with Ken Ruxnet and Doug Fessler on A Coach's Perspective. back to a coach's perspective i'm jenny hopkins and i have dr jen ruckstad here and coach doug fessler and we're talking missouri state high school activities association the show me showdown is this weekend and next weekend class one two and three this weekend at great southern bank arena here in springfield missouri and next weekend will be class four five and six we want to thank highland dairy for sponsoring our last segment along with greg and melinda burnett as they support local and thoughtful radio Thank you to Bill Grant, Ford, and Bolivar for sponsoring this segment. They know cars, they know trucks, they know SUVs, and they know how to keep their customers happy and loyal. I've been one of them for over 25 years. Give Kelly Grant and Shane Rainey a call, and they will take care of you. 417-326-7671. Also, West Logging. Thank you for your sponsorship as well. Westlogging.com. Find Danny West on Facebook or he or find him on Westlogging.com. He will give you a free consultation and treat your land like his own. And thank you to Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance. So we've kind of talked about the brackets. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, the organization. Um, I want to talk, you know, sometimes there are, let's say, inquiries, <laughs> questions, <laughs> um, I, concerns that are brought forward to an organization such as yours. And it's the nature of the organization. It's just like in coaching. If you are a coach, it doesn't matter how many state championships you've won or if you go undefeated, you're going to be criticized at some point in time in your career. I mean, it just happens. Um, and you're not ever going to make everyone happy. And, 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 and I get that. Um, but with an organization such as this, uh, there are times where, where people, um, would question decisions that are made that would question, um, things that, that are, are played out or how a process occurs. How do you handle that? And, and sometimes when it gets, um, crosses the line and maybe a little bit hateful um how do you how do you handle that in a professional way because you all are always responding in a nice professional way uh well you know you have to kind of depersonalize it because we are human beings we're we're the human beings reading the email or taking the voicemail or taking the phone call uh and occasionally it feels a little like a personal attack um for for me having been a a, a school administrator for many many years you kind of learn to have kind of thick skin and I I try to uh, kind of come in with the mantra and I, I screw up sometimes of um, you know everybody's got something whatever this angst is that it's coming at me there's there's something behind it and it's probably not about me and and have a little grace um, that's try that's that's how we try to approach it um, occasionally it, it it does go over the line um, and we, you know, we try to remain professional. Um, the, I think probably pr- one of the, the hardest parts is there's the assumption of that, that our job is fill in the blank or our purpose is fill in the blank. Our mission is fill in the blank. We're very clear on what our, our mission is and, and what our purpose is. Uh, and we, and guess what? We also put on championships. Uh, <laughs> that is, um, when we get these kind of, kind of, angry uh, questions or, or concerns. Um, it, we're, we're often talking about uh, people's communities, people's children. 
Um, it, these are very personal things, personal topics. Uh, and when we are, you know, we are trying to put these, these championships on, we are trying to put brackets together. We're trying, we've got rules because we are an association of schools who are education based. So our rules start there. That, so why are you, well, let, how much time do you have to talk about right. why? Um, but it's, you know, we're not trying to keep people, <laughs> we're not trying to hurt kids. We're not trying, what we're trying to do is help kids. What we're trying to do is give kids opportunities and experiences and also try to create a, a fair and equitable playing field across the state among all of our, our member schools. And so, you know, we, we are oftentimes trying to hold multiple uh, stakeholders at, at one time and we make decisions sometimes and it there there are often winners and losers in those decisions and it's net we are never intending to make someone the loser and oftentimes it just it just happens um and so people get upset and um you know we we try to to we try again we try to be gracious um because we are talking about personal situations and um and and you know we're i'm sure we are not always as professional as we need to be because there are times when it's just one after another, after another, after another. And, and, you know, I wish that we would all kind of assume the best. <laughs> when that question comes in, maybe I should come in assuming the best. And we often feel like you've assumed the worst before you ever, you know, ask the question. And um, we're, we're a bunch of people who just think kids and coaches are, you know, are, are just the best thing to happen to teenagers. So let's, you know, let, let's help them do their thing. Well, that's fair, and that's a that's a great answer to that question because it, it is difficult sometimes, is especially in this day and age. I feel like our communication is becoming a little bit more blunt, and a little bit more terse, and a little bit more. Um, it, it just they demand an answer, and they want an answer now, and it, and it's in their bubble, and and they want to know why their bubble's being disruptive, and and I, and I think that is a great point um, because there is a lot of emotion, obviously, in what they're what they are addressing. And so, what, one of the questions that has been asked over and over and over, so this will give you a chance to maybe answer this, is why there were so many uh, teams that had to travel a far distance for their quarterfinal games. Explain that. So that happened. Um, I'm going to go start at the beginning when we. Uh, classified boys and girls basketball separately. And that was a, a membership voted to change that. And before, girls were always just placed in whatever boys' district was in their school. And what that did, especially some areas of states, is there would be one girls' team in a district, automatic district winner, automatic plaque, automatic going in sectionals. There'd be maybe two teams. They'd play each other, automatic, you know, one play one game and they go on and Coaches and, and our membership, and obviously we're a membership organization. They looked at that and said, "Is how fair is that? And and is it really fair for even our girls? And do they even want that? Well, why aren't they treated the same? So we're going to split. And basketball, girls' basketballs is is its own entity, and boys' basketball is its own entity, and we are going to district that way. So that's what we did. Talking with uh, the the basketball advisory committee, we knew that that would affect schools with boys and girls teams perhaps going to different districts and how can we, in two locations, how can we, or, or do we even worry about, um, you know, cause uh, as you know, in, in with our, um, non-public schools, um, they have a championship factor. Sometimes they're in different classes and different districts. And, and so now this will affect more and it affects the public schools without a championship factor. How do we address it? 
And so, to make a long story short, decided to say we're going to have gender days planned. Boys' days, girls' night, you know, boys' nights, girls' nights, um, and have it scheduled unless weather changes that. Knock on wood, we had no weather this year. So the schedule worked out great where a, a person, uh, a parent, a grandparent, school administrator didn't have to choose to go watch Johnny at one side or Sally at the other side. They they were able to go watch them both. Now, there were some unintended consequences. Yes, that means that they're paying two admission fees, though. And and maybe some families, that, that does hurt more, you know, and, and more travel or more school time out for those administrators. And the school administrator is out more. So there's a fine balance of how do we make this adjustment? And we'll talk about it in basketball coaches advisory and see, you know, what the feedback is. Um, because again, like Dr. Rexdale said, we, we're, we're about the membership, membership schools. We're about what is going to be, you know, helping kids out. We want to try to do that. And, uh, sometimes again, just we're talking one family or one part. We can't, we have 500 and how many odd member schools, you know, that, that we have to think about. And, uh, to go to, now I'm going to jump to why so many teams in Southwest Missouri had to travel to Warrensburg. It's the main reason is venues. Couldn't couldn't find any, and I've had people obviously email, call, you know, how, what do you mean you can't find a venue? There's a lot of nice high schools down here, and you are absolutely right. But traditionally, for class four and five, one, two, three, or four, five, six, we try to put. We try to put quarterfinal games, especially at a non-mission site. They want, they wanted, you know, they've always wanted to be in a big venue in a big arena, even though it may look like there's nobody there. But that's what people wanted. So I tried to do that. I start that process in July. Southwest Missouri, I was struggling. Um, not, not because well, some just logistics. Logistics couldn't do it. Some already had some items scheduled. Mainly, you know. Nyla at Drury. She'd love to, but Drury girls are pretty good. They're probably going to be hosting. <laughs> right. And if I try to take up their facility, they can't do that. So they refuse. Um, so Missouri Makes Southern. Sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Missouri Southern, Drury, College of the Ozarks, SBU. Um, SBU is actually, uh, I, I'm going to put a shout out to them. They opened up their facility to us both weekends, but they said we'd really only like to do one. I said, let me work on seeing if I can find a venue for one weekend or the other because now we're not talking one day of of basketball. You're talking two days in a row. We're taking their facility. And graciously, they said, we can do the second weekend. We can't do the first. Warrensburg stepped up and was able to do the first, and that's why. And I, I hated the travel, uh, but it's a beautiful facility. I, I've heard a lot of good things about the games there. Um, and, and we just had to do it this year. So I can validate as a fan how that you know that is difficult to to make that travel. But as a coach and from a coach's perspective, see what I did there. Mm-hmm. Um, that I would play on the moon <laughs> if I had to. If it meant I kept winning, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I think and, it's you know from a coach's point of view and athlete's point of view. I'm and and, and if I playing. you know somebody said, well, if you had to do it all again, wouldn't you just you know have you know uh, say a Republic High School or somebody else host it? Well, maybe, but then I'd have been like, why Why does class one get to play at the Civic Center and we had to go play at a high school, no matter if it's a better venue? Sure. And so I, I try to be fair and equitable, and that, that's that's kind of the bottom line. And 
we'll see what happens next year you know yeah that makes sense and and i, I think there are a lot of questions sometimes in some of these procedures so i'm going to give a little plea to anybody that you know does have a question um they they open up uh, their email i mean please reach out to them communicate with them if you have a question uh, i think uh, they're, they're very receptive to that um keep keep your tone professional i think that's important um I think that's just something as a society we need to be role models um, for kids, and and I think that's important. And also, you know, we always, again, I'm going to go back to our member schools, and Dr. X says stop me or or add. But, you know, if a parent were to reach out and has a question, don't mind answering them at all, but our first thing we ask is, have you talked to your athletic administrator, you know? And they, you should reach out to your local school district first because this information of all these games was communicated to them first day of school whether they read it or not you know that's right. a different story right. but they were all communicated and it's not like you thought oh let's no, like see who second, won yeah no, let's let's, let's see them. if we can you <laughs> yeah. know and, and bless the fair four-hour drive you know I, it's not like i was trying to to do that and so um it, it is one of those things but ask them first but we don't mind you know but we will refer you to there first and if they can't answer it, we'll be happy to answer for you yeah very good i appreciate that all right, well, let's talk about this weekend. Let's let's shift to this electricity that's going to be occurring over at Great Southern Bank Arena at Missouri State. Um, tell us, first of all, um, how do they get in? How do they get in the doors? Are you going to do the electronic tickets? Yes, you? digital ticketing. Uh, you, there's a link on our website. Uh, you can buy your tickets right now. Uh, one price for each day. Um Ten dollar ticket plus the the, uh, the the maintenance fee or the whatever we call that processing. Uh, the processing fee, uh, but that gets you in for the full day, um, and you show it on your phone or you can print it out at home if you want and you get scanned in. Um, that's how that's how you get your tickets. Misha.org. Yeah. All right. So what if they can't come? What if they are in Seattle, Washington, or they're in New York, or they're in Montana? Uh, every one of our games is broadcast on Misha.tv. Uh, and Jenny, I think you are one of our, uh, one of our play-by-play announcers. Uh, every single game is on Misha.tv. Um, you can pay one price, uh, to see the whole tournament. Um, do, can you, can you pay game by game if you want to, Doug? Uh, I don't believe, I think, I think one it's price one price is, for the whole yeah. thing. So, so you, it's a bonus. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we've got, Roku apps, we've got Amazon Fire apps. You can cast that thing from your phone on your TV. So, I mean, we can, uh, we stream all of them. Um, and, and something I think a lot of folks don't know, you go to Misha.tv, even in the regular season, many of the games in, in this area of the state, all areas of the state, they're on Misha.tv all through the season. Uh, and you can go back and see games. So and you, download the game and download the game. So you can you can say you know you be a fan. You, you can spend this week studying all the qualifying teams, class one, two, and three. Go back and see uh, games they've played, their district championship games, those kinds of things. You can you have access to all that stuff. I think that's fantastic. Um, so there's a lot of ways to view um, and cheer your teams on, and, and I think that's going to be exciting. You know. You, you talk about, both of you talk about how much you love um, your jobs, and I know there are challenges, but those are definitely, um, the rewards outweigh the challenges. Um, if you had to pinpoint a couple of things that, that you absolutely, every time you walk into the office, um, you, you know, this is why I do this. This is why I have this job. What would you say the answer to that question is? For me, um, our our assistant executive directors who help, um, you know, each of them carries a load for a sport or an activity. Um, they're, you know, we're talking to Doug today. He's in charge of basketball. Doug is is one of several people who do that. 
um, and they they care so much about uh, doing it right. Um, there's there's our CFO Craig Long talks about um, we we've got a bunch of, of of type A personalities. We have a lot of very detail oriented people, uh, and he said, you know, you can throw out a question, and there are nine the answers right away. Uh, but that group. Uh, it, they work well together and they care so much about doing it right because they want they want a great product and they also want um, to make sure it's a great experience for kids. And there has not there's not one champ. I've been at every single championship so far this year, and I have I, I how am I going to say this? I have teared up at every single championship <laughs> because of something cool. Um, some 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 games, some team, the way they've uh, they're interacting with each other. Our social media game is on fire. Uh, we have we have folks in our office who uh, they're just great at social media. And sometimes it's just seeing what kind of social media. Our photography is incredible. Um, we've got TikTok stories and that kind of stuff going on. Um, but the celebration of these kids that that's that's the best part of it and um just just amazing stories amazing stories of coaches and families and and those kinds of things and um it's just it's just cool it's pretty cool to be able to see um visually um and to be able to feel emotionally um, the impact that you're making and the and just having a, a hand in it thing to add to that no i mean i i think what i look forward to every day is is when I came from being an AD for 16, you know, years, I, I want to be able to educate and help the athletic directors out there that don't know and, and think they may know. And it, it's really cool to me with, oh, man, I didn't know that. Thanks for pointing that out. And um, that's that's kind of been my big message is, is educate and communicate. And, and uh, I try to do that to the best of my ability. And, and it feels real good when you, you can teach somebody something or even a parent, you know, that calls and you explain something and they're – they're ready to tear your, rip your head off by the end. Like, thanks a lot. I, I do appreciate the time. And it, that's what sometimes it is, is just listening to people and taking sure. the time. So That's right. It's important stuff. It yeah. really is. It is. Validate that for sure. And I know you have a great staff, but, of course, in this area, i got to give a little shout-out to Marty Marsh and um, what he has done for athletics in this area was huge. And now carrying that over to Misha, um, you know, we're, we're happy to see that he is taking it to the state level and doing a great job as well as everybody on your staff. We could go through the whole list and you could say wonderful things about them. So great teamwork um, at your offices. Um, I got a little game I like to play. Okay. All right. Are you up for it? Yeah. Yes. Um, so this is called Fast Five. I'm going to ask you five quick questions and you just say the first thing that comes to mind. All, All right. right. I'm going to start off with a really easy one. Okay. Um, and I'll point to whoever goes first. All How about right. that? Favorite sports movie? Hoosiers. Nice. I went to the gym this past I, summer. I went to several <laughs> summers ago, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Remember the Titans. Oh, that's a yeah. great one, too. Yeah. All right. If you could have lunch with any sports figure, dead or alive, who would it be? It's, good. it's based on where I'm Tiger Woods. I'm, a, I'm just right. a huge Tiger Woods fan, despite everything else. I'd love to have lunch with Tiger Woods. There so. you go. Pick his brain. Yep. I got I got about six more seconds. I'm gonna say Scottie Pippen. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, no, I was rolling. going Michael Jordan. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, would you rather see a win at the buzzer or by thirty? Oh, at the buzzer. Uh, yeah. I, I, as a coach, no, by thirty. But as a spectator, at the buzzer. All right. Would you rather play the game, officiate the game, or coach the game? 
like right now? Right? <laughs> are we talking when I was back in? The, I think I think probably play the game. Play the game. You know what? I miss coaching. It just yeah. just the the years of of uh, high school, college, and even junior high. And I will. I'm going to put it in there. My favorite time coaching was junior high. I, I love coaching the junior high kids. Because so. you see the light bulbs, Absolutely. actually. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. All right. I'll say that. Okay. If there was one rule, remember this is a fast five. Okay. So fast five. If there's one rule you could change, what would it be? In our association? Mm-hmm. It could be any sport. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is a dangerous <laughs> Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> and we're out of time. I, <laughs> I got one. I got okay. one. <laughs> That uh, and everybody else. I'm I'm in charge of baseball too. Yeah. So if I could find a way to automate automate pitch counts where where they would automatically just show up and I don't have to count them up every day, that'd be awesome. There we go. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've got it. Okay, the doggone penalty kick finish to overtime soccer. There you go. There I mean, you go. For heaven's sake. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's great. Well, Doug Fessler, thank you so much for being here. You appreciate bet. your time Thank tonight. you. I appreciate it. And Dr. Ruckstead, thank you for the jobs that both of you do, but thank you so much for just hitting the ground running and doing such a great job as executive director. Thank you. We're, we're really glad to be here. This is a really exciting time for our year. It is. All right. Well, we're going to move into our post-game talk sponsored by Story Construction. Go to story, S-T-O-R-E-E dot com for more information. And don't forget to go to a coach's perspective for more information. All right. So, uh, all right. We're going to crown hardworking champions the next two weekends. And sometimes I feel like a lot of people feel like that's the only way to be a champion. But why do we feel that way? I mean, think about a coach's pregame talk. I mean, it challenges you. It challenges you. So think about that. Why shouldn't that work in your daily life as well? And expect that from yourself day to day. No matter what your role is, your task, your contribution, shouldn't it be your best? Shouldn't you also strive for the best spirit and and to have that drive to not only succeed, but to pull others around you to meet their potential and their best? That's a real champion. So put that trophy over your head. You work hard. You have strong morals and you have strong beliefs. Put that trophy over your head. It is a humbling experience. Um, And I know that some of those that fall short must also remember that you have an inner human champion in you. So you can live your life like a champion. So let it shine. I'm going to remind you as I do each and every week, be a good human. Live your life like a champion. Live like a human champion. This is Jenny Hopkins, and this has been A Coach's Perspective.